name is Toby Shapshak and this is Stuff's podcast where we speak to very smart people about very smart things they're doing with technology. Today I'm with Spotify's Claudius Bolo, who is the MD for Middle Eastern Africa and he's back in South Africa a year after Spotify first launch and we're just talking about how this remarkable music services has had such a remarkable year. So let's just cast our mind back, Claudia. So a year ago we spoke and you said to me, you feel like you're bringing Spotify home to the the, the, the very origin of music as we know it. How's it been? It's been brilliant. Uh, absolutely a blast, Toby. Um, I'm really happy to see you again after a year and to talk about what we have achieved. So um, it, the, the user feedback and the user uptake has been exceeding our expectations by far. Um, bringing music home is really exactly the right theme because Africa is the home and continent of music. So it was a little bit overdue for Spotify to come and launch it. Um, South Africa was the first country of Africa where we launched in and uh, we have also launched all the personalization features which have been picked up very very nicely by all the users and we really share see the love that they shared with their friends um, for Spotify and it's been a it's been a very good thing for South African music hasn't it because there's been a real uptake in people listening to local music yeah, very much. So, of course, whenever we launch in a new market, we've seen that in Latin America, in Asia, um, the top international artists, they, of course, see an uptake, and that's what people, users, expect from Spotify. But very quickly, it deepens uh, into the local genres, cultures, etc. And the, the South Africa is no, in no way different in that. So, we have seen uh, artists like Bad Coffee, aka, but also Afrikaans music, music picking up very quickly, uh, gospel music is doing very well, all music also doing extremely well and the, the interesting thing is that these genres and these artists from South Africa finding now amazing fan bases across the world with Spotify being live uh, around the world. So uh, we had uh, artists like Jeremy Loops who uh, discovers his audience from Australia to I think UK is his number one market at the moment on the digital landscape and he's adjusting his touring schedule based on the data that he's getting from Spotify to kind of um, create a better experience and be really there where his audience and and his fans are. I mean, that's a fascinating thing, right? Because until now, artists are really kind of making a bit of a bet, a bit of a gamble, not just on the songs, but where to tour and what to do. And suddenly they have data on their, uh, you know, at their fingertips that they can use to make a much more informed decision. True. We in Spotify believe that the data is not just owned by us and we need to just keep it for us to make better playlists because that is was the original idea really to see what is the music that people like. If people skip a song, don't share it with their friends, then it's something that is maybe not that popular. But if they're sharing it, skipping, playing it again, adding it to their library, playing it offline on Spotify, then these songs are more interesting. But we are giving uh, our artists full access to almost all the data. So there's this free app called Spotify for Artists. It's also a website. They can just log in and they see the real-time listeners um, on a country level. They see the demographics and uh, therefore can understand, okay, of my album, 
I thought track number one is going to be skyrocketing, but it's actually not. And it's actually the track number three. So this is then the track that they're going to promote and then they get the best return of. So they have a feedback channel. Yeah, it makes me think of that scene in uh, in Bohemian Rhapsody. It's a made-up scene with Mike Myers <laughs> as the music executive saying no one's ever going to listen to a six-minute song, which was true. It wasn't him specifically, but everyone in the industry said it wouldn't work. But not everybody's queen and not everybody makes Bohemian Rhapsody. So that's really useful for, for artists because I suppose the problem with radio, which is the traditional discovery means until the internet came along, is you just don't have any feedback. You don't have any return data, do you? No, there is not much unless you do like a user research, but that is never in real time. Um, but interesting enough, we're working with more and more radio stations to become their feedback channel. So some radio stations create one or two playlists. It's not about the quantity, it's more about the quality of a playlist, so you refresh it very often, and um, the, the users are really um, then more engaging. So let's say they want to use listen to radio while they're in the car, but at home they want to listen to Spotify, and there's really the connection there, and that helps the radio stations much more to see out of this playlist, okay, that's what the people love, and most probably they want to hear that on radio for broadcast as well. In, indeed, because I, I often think that Spotify's superpower are your playlists, because that's where you discover stuff. Yeah, it is the playlists, and there's a little bit of a misperception, I think, like um, uh, the perception that users have, oh, Spotify makes these amazing playlists. So true, especially for South Africa and like for any other market, we have brilliant people, music experts and specialists, dedicated team for South Africa, creating and refreshing all the playlists. But what they're really doing and what's the majority of their work is to listen to the data and see which is the music that the people in South Africa love and react to that very fast. Also to give new and upcoming artists and new releases a chance and kind of jumpstart them into in new playlists. To give you one or two examples, is uh, Maskandi Favorites is a playlist that we created and we made it available in Spotify's global folk hub. So it's the genre called folk, which is next to jazz, rock, etc. And we saw a huge uptake and we still see that across the world. Um, same as Jeremy Loops, who now is uh, successful in other territories, uh, Nasty C, aka. Um, some home artists are actually being discovered in Brazil. And they come back to us and said, guys, what are you doing? So we, we don't doing anything. We're just like putting the music there where is an audience. So that is really where the love starts together with the artists. And that's why this community is also so supportive for us. You had me at home. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> yes. I've been practicing a little bit two years ago uh, when we looked at all the various exciting genres of South Africa. But so good to see that and to work with all these artists together. They're so engaged. But I suppose it, uh, at, the, at the essence of it, it just provides an international platform for musicians who never really had that before. Yeah, it's uh, it's true. It's kind of, it's really changing the game, and it's not just saying that. We really see that. For example, tomorrow we're having a another big educational session where we bring in artists, their managers, and the labels together, explaining them how can they use Spotify as a promotional platform as well. How can they push for their music? How can they read and analyze the data to make better business decision and also protect their rights? Yeah. 
One of the interesting things I think Spotify has done recently is buy up some very big name podcasting organizations, uh, Gimlet and Anchor. I mean, that's a very interesting play from a service traditionally associated with music to this new, you know, we live in a golden age of podcasts, don't we? Mm. Yeah, podcast is uh, kind of going to the roof and also exceeding our expectations that we had as a company when we looked into that at the first place. More like a thing that happened on the side. But Spotify is becoming much more than just a music service. It is be it's becoming a true audio network. Uh, where also you and me, I mean, we can create a podcast and simply put it on Spotify and reach uh, more than 200 million people around the world. And that's not just there for the big brands or publishing companies and magazines, etc., or radio stations. It's there for you and me. It's there for influencers, for people that are strong on Instagram, people that have a voice and need to say something. They're getting a new platform. So beyond just social media, podcasts are becoming very, very strong, yeah. I mean, you mentioned to me uh, earlier that the travel podcast, what a great idea, you know, just a short snippet. You go into this city, do these things. Yeah. Give me the top five of uh, 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 Rio de Janeiro, for example, if I make it there one day. I haven't been there. Yeah, it's great because it's, I suppose it's anything that we traditionally thought of as, as, as uh, broadcast is now possible through podcasting, isn't it? Yeah, it is. From cooking shows, surf reports, um, travel, we spoke about it, business, but also education is a big, big topic. Um, I looked at better project management the other day, and but this is just the beginning. You look something up, and then here we use the same machine learning and algorithms like we do on the playlist, so it recommends me other business-related uh, self-learning and education podcasts. And interestingly, like so many other platforms, crime is <laughs> crime. I mean, we South Africans, we're obsessed with crime. Crime is a, is a growth industry, isn't it? Or crime podcasts, don't misunderstand me. Look, look at Crime Town. Yeah. Super addictive. I really love it. It's an original production of Spotify that uh, has fans all around the world. We could definitely offer a, a few of those in, in South Africa. I, I suppose the... the The other thing is 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 discovering different artists. The, the system can tell if you like this kind of music, you're going to like that kind of very similar music, or if you like this artist, you'll like that artist. Hmm. It, it's true, and it does it. Spotify does it in a very seamless way. Uh, my dad, for example, was a DJ in the in the 60s. No way. Yeah, totally. And the DJ's work was very different. What it was not just about to um, mix the music nicely together. It was about to know the music. That what is really the next big thing coming out. So he was going to London sometimes and waiting in front of the radio stations until a, a disc jockey came out and asked him like, "What is the latest stuff?" can you let me so he was there with a notebook writing it down yeah. and then trying to actually buy it it was really difficult to get his hands on but now my dad is actually um, recommending me music so on a weekly basis because that is what he's using he's discovering on Spotify and uh, he tells me like how could I miss this band from the 60s so he gets recommendations <laughs> from the 60s and 70s that he thought like I should have played that song and yeah so you're a second generation music lover yeah absolutely totally uh, it's a nice it's a nice thing You've gone into the family business, as it were. <laughs> yeah, yeah, kind of. Next generation. I mean, that's the. I suppose that's the thing, right? Uh, people listen to the radio to discover new artists. Uh, now you listen to Spotify. 
Yeah, and the variety is huge. Imagine it's uh, around 29,000 tracks that are uh, being ingested on Spotify per day on average. Wow. That is a huge amount. Now, Spotify, we also feel we have this responsibility to kind of not make the right selection for every user, but kind of provide the technology and the platform so that the right music finds the the way to the right ears. Um, and there's a lot of trial and error um, that the machine learning kind of applies. So a new track, and you'll see that if, you, if you're looking at your Discover Weekly playlist and you scroll down maybe on rank number 47, you'll find a track that is maybe a little bit of odd for you that is not really your taste. Maybe it's some reggae, I don't know, but maybe you don't like reggae that much, but they, we see a lot of rediscovery. So when people listen to that uh, Discover Weekly or other pl uh, machine learning playlists, and then you, let's say you like this track, you add it to your playlist, we know that Toby might actually be have a little bit of a reggae week. I listened to reggae in my childhood. I'm thank, thank you for the reminder. I'm it might come back. I go, you know. <laughs> um, I, I suppose the, 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 you know, the other thing that I find interesting is, is the kind of similarities, you know, and, and the, the, the I've, you know, I watched Bohemian Rhapsody recently and started listening to mm. Queen and then I listened to Live Aid. I was in London at the time and my wow. parents wouldn't let me go. I was 15 and like no one would, couldn't get a ticket, I suppose. That was the biggest problem. But I, I, I watched it live on television in the mm. same city. I suppose that's as close that as I great. got. Yeah, it was amazing. And, and listening to all of those tracks again, I've gone off and listened to all the other music from that era that I loved and then I've started noticing that Spotify is saying have you heard this track by Dire Straits and what about this unknown Eric Clapton and you know Bruce Springsteen I mean Spotify probably thinks I'm a little schizophrenic um, but it was you know it was a wild time the 80s um, they, that's great isn't it It is, it is wonderful. We also see a lot of rediscovery. An example that doesn't match too much with, uh, with South Africa, but we just recently launched in Middle East and North Africa, 13 markets in one go. Feedback is all also really great. So when we have coming artists to town, we had Jamiroquai there just, I think, two weeks ago. Oh, great. Absolutely great, because that music is unique. There is not much like it, at least from my point of view. Um, but there is many people that say, come on, let's go to Spotify. But you talk to lots of new audience and they say, like, Jamiro, what? Uh, sorry, let's go to Jamiroquai. They don't, yeah. they don't recall what is that. But we see that when we have an artist in town, the traffic on Spotify for that particular artist is totally going through the roof and it's not it's not people that have listened to Jamiroquai before it is new discovery the same with um, Rolling Stones um, uh, lots of other artists there was Snap in Dubai yeah. um, Dr. Alban <laughs> Vanilla Ice really and you see and, and, and that music is also trending then in pretty week yeah. not I, necessarily I, good quality music no I mean, I, mean I, just, I remember what I felt like when I discovered Rolling Stones you yeah know? I mean what a great latter day discovery yeah um, I mean I suppose some of the, the other things that I'm interested in is just how you've managed to integrate yourself with so many other services I've been testing this Sonos Beam I linked it to Spotify it's a beautifully seamless experience I've been very I've been very impressed with just how easy that has been as an experience. Mm. Yeah, we, we totally believe in ubiquity for music to find uh, the most convenient way uh, for all the various moments, moods and situations, but they involve technology. 
and we want to make it as accessible as possible. And that's why we have so far more than 200 hardware and software integrations, which we have been rolling out across South Africa over the past year and even more are coming. So that ranges from um, PlayStation, Xbox, automotive brands, deep integration, software integration like Google Maps, Maps and, and the Waze navigation app, but also all the uh, smart speakers. I, I have to admit, I didn't know you could play Spotify out of Google Maps. I mean, that's a that's a handy feature. It is because it's out of safety, right? Why would yeah. you like jump between two apps while you're driving, so you can use the play okay. buttons? Have you met the average South African driver? <laughs> <laughs> between yes, two uh, apps is just you know beginner. It's a it's a bit too much. Uh, the next thing is we we have now. I don't. We, we're doing it in a beta testing. It's not a secret, but there's some voice recognition as well okay. that you can use while you're driving. It just makes it safer. So, so it's probably for many people the first time they will experience a voice assistant. And it's, I suppose, a very natural way to do it unless you actively go out and use it. And yeah. most people, frankly, don't use those kinds of service unless there's a real reason for them to do so. True, true. And it takes also, it, Spotify kind of do these things alone. So we work with a lot of partners, um, uh, Samsung being another one that uh, is, uh, so we have a, a global partnership with Samsung that will also roll out in uh, South Africa now. We're super excited about it. So Spotify comes pre-installed on uh, the majority of uh, mobile handsets um, throughout uh, well the next years. Yeah, that's a key thing actually, because the downloads costs in South Africa and Africa are significant. So if it's pre-installed, that's a real leg up for for a, what I think of as the, the gold standard of music streaming. Right, it's true. And um, also important to mention, Spotify is free in the first place. So there's a free tier um, with almost no limitations. Um, it's roughly about three minutes of advertising per hour, which is not that much. And what we've done in South Africa uh, was one of the first countries where we launched uh, by default our data saver feature to be also switched on. That means whenever you're on mobile data using 3G or even 2G, it uh, only consumes less than 11 megabyte per hour. So we have uh, users uh, being very um, uh, surprised about how, how very little the data consumption is. On top of that... That's pretty good. 11 megs an hour, is, that's very reasonable. It's very good. It's four yeah. times less than on other services. Uh, I don't want to even compare it to video streaming services because that might be more than 25 uh, times more. And uh, what's interesting is also like uh, people don't need to use these big data packages when they use Spotify. Also, because I personally I have about 45 playlists that I have in my library and they're always updated. So whenever mm. I'm on a Wi-Fi like here where we're meeting today, I'm, I know for sure that all the playlists in my pocket mm. are being updated. So when yeah. I walk out of the room, I always have the latest music yeah. and recommendations at my fingertips. Yeah, I'm, I'm, that's one of the reasons mm. I switched to premium so that I can have the data downloads and I can listen to I listen to all my podcasts this way yeah uh, it's become my primary it's my primary interface for music so it's become my primary interface for podcasts it's a to my mind a very natural evolution of the music experience is the podcast experience yeah because of the recommendations yeah that's true on top of that, we're working a lot with the local creative community. Um, we have a dedicated team for South Africa. We're working a lot with uh, festivals here like Opi Copy, Rocking the Daisies, uh, Ultra, uh, Cape Town Jazz Festival, just to name a few. And look, this was just our first year. So we, we're going to develop that much further. Um, and uh, our artists have been uh, extremely 
extremely helpful uh, also to get to know and understand the South African markets and also picking up trends and cultures and uh, how they work together, etc. So that's yeah. quite good. On, well, yeah. one of the things you've, you've mentioned to me that I thought was really great is if you're going to go to one of the music festivals, you can get a, a road trip playlist to listen to on the way there. That's, that's true, yeah. That's a great idea. Yeah, so our editorial team, uh, our curation team for South Africa, so that's a great idea. So it's really about the entire experience um, around a festival and also you want to take the music with you Spotify is free you can opt in for all the playlists of all the artists that were there and uh, and uh, kind of relive the experience not just on your way home but the week after or a year after well that's really great Claudius thank you uh, and uh, good luck with your next few years thank you very much Toby pleasure chatting with you